Hey everybody, it's Scott Bischoff coming to you for Detroit Lions podcast. Um, we're back with another Coco-inspired uh, draft breakdown of some stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Lions' top 30 visits and some of the stuff that stood out to me is, in, is interesting. I'm going to pick a few players and we're just going to talk about them as um, interesting players who stood out to me amongst that top 30. Um, coming at you right after the break. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions podcast. Lions have their top 30 visits uh, working. This is Coco. You saw her in the last video. She's over. She's kind of supervising making sure things are going right. She's the dog snoring uh, in some of the previous videos that you, that you can't see her, but she's snoring because she likes to lay by me and it's hot. So she's, yeah. Um, all right, enough of that. So top 30 observations. Um, the Lions have kind of hit their intentions at times. So their top 30 visits list isn't necessarily something that we absolutely should lock into and pay attention to and that their top you know two or three picks is going to come from this group of 30 not necessarily I'm, this, these are just five guys that stand out to me as players who would be nice additions at the point where you'd have to draft them and obviously there's enough interest from the lions to, to bring them in and want to you know visit with them um the first one is evan hull running back from northwestern now i have no perspective on on where these guys are really going to go um i don't necessarily have a chart where i where i where i think they're going to go round by round in that kind of, i think evan Holm might be a fourth or fifth round pick right, we'll see um he is uh he's an under the radar prospect he is a north south type who needs to play behind an offensive line that's going to give him some room to get up and going speed-wise because he needs a bit of a ramp. The Detroit Lions can do that. The Lions run a lot of north-south north gap stuff. Uh, he's a good fit. Um, he's a really nice fit behind what the Lions like to do offensively, and he's really effective catching the ball out of the backfield. I want to say he had 55 catches last year. Please check me on that. That could be a possible made-up number. Um, I don't think it is, but you never know. I think it was like 55 for like 500-plus yards. Um, again, north-south north, north -south type with really good contact balance. Uh, needs, some, needs a little bit of room to get up to speed. Um, not really going to run, you know, away from everybody, but still, you know, as a developmental backup piece um, in this offense, he's interesting. The next guy is Iowa tight end Sam Laporta. Um, I didn't really want to talk about Iowa tight ends just because I didn't love the last one that we took, um, but obviously we took him six weeks. The Lions took him a lot earlier than, than uh, you know, they took TJ Hawkinson eighth a couple years ago, four or five years ago. Uh, Laporta is a different player than Hawkinson. Um, Laporte is a very good athlete. He, um, I think he tested better than a lot of people thought he would. Um, 
I find him to be a super intriguing prospect on day two. Somewhere on day two, maybe round, mid-round two, maybe late round two, early round three kind of thing. I know that might be a little early for, for some. And the Lions might be set at the, at the tight end position. They may not have any interest at all in adding uh, you know anybody. But I look at like uh, Luke Schoonmaker from Michigan. I think he'd be very intriguing in this offense. Uh, Laporta is too. Tons of catches. Very productive at Iowa. Um, he is a very hard worker. You can see him really try as an inline blocker and he really does. But, you know, that's a hard thing. That's a hard ask. And it's, you know, he doesn't, it's not like he's moving bodies in line. So, I mean, he tries, he gives his effort. He does all that stuff. It's just, I think he's sort of, um, I don't know that I would line him up solely in line because I think you're asking him to fail if you do that. But I don't also think that he's he is perfect as as like a move tight end either, so he's almost between two worlds, um, and we'll see how his pro career works out. I think he te- I did it. again. I think he tested better than anybody thought he would. Um, very interesting player uh, as a as a pass catcher and a chain moving type. Uh, he's really savvy with the way he sets up routes. Uh, there are times when he'll allow the defender to get into his body to break up passes where you don't, you know, if he used his body better, he he could be more productive. But but that's nitpicking a touch. He's a very effective pass catcher. Uh, intriguing player. I'm, I'm, you know, he's one of the guys on, in that top 30 that popped. Um, this guy, the next guy I'm going to talk about, well, it's actually the next two, but dismiss that. Let's talk about uh, Jamie Robinson, the safety from Florida State next. And we'll save the best two for last. So, um, Jamie Robinson is small. Uh, he's small. He plays very tough and very feisty. And he's got that sort of, you know, like um, little dog demeanor where he's just always a pain in the ass. Um, he's not, he's not going to knock you out, hit you, but he's going to get involved in all of it. Uh, he's athletic enough to, to be... You know, an interesting prospect as a safety. But again, he's small, and, and you can see him working to overcome his size. Um, I think this is a player who is uh, the opposite of Laporta in some ways, that he's a much better player than than Tester. And it's one of those things where maybe if it's, it's just special teams where you bring him in and you think, okay, this guy's going to work hard to play well on special teams, and he's really going to help us on special teams. And there's a lot of value in that. You know, I, I think there's some versatility to his game. Um, I think, he, to me, he plays, he's better closer to the line of scrimmage getting into the mix than he is off the line of scrimmage, um, you know, chasing down things from, say, the middle of the field to the sideline. I don't know, I don't know that I'd want him doing that kind of stuff, but a developmental player, competitor, fiery dude, just small, and maybe a player that you would you would take simply because you think based on his competitiveness and his demeanor that he will work on special teams. And, you know, there's a ton of value there. All right. So next there's two more left. Drew Sanders inside linebacker from Arkansas. Going to say some things about him that people are going to bristle at and shake their head at, but it's just the way I see Drew Sanders. Drew Sanders has some Micah Parsons type stuff in his game. 
if he doesn't work as an inside linebacker, and I don't know that there's a ton of value taking an inside linebacker really anymore. Um, you know, there's, but when you see him rush the passer on the, off the edge, it's ridiculous. He is super explosive. Um, he, he moves, uh, he challenges offensive linemen to, they abandon their plan very quickly with him. Um, he has really good hand usage at the right time and powerful hands to get a, to get a lineman's hands off of him. Uh, there are moments on his film where you can see him walk a guard or a tackle back into the quarterback's lap. He has power. Um, you know, I mean, those are the things. That's why, I, in the end, I think he'll be a late first-round pick because of the versatility and the pass rush stuff. But, um, you know, it's obvious. You can see him run. He's a good athlete. He's got all that stuff as a linebacker. But I think I think he needs reps there because he transitioned – to playing inside backer not that long ago, and he needs he needs some time to learn um, run fits better, uh, where you can see him not fill the right gap at times. Um, I would imagine that you know it's it's got to be very hard what he's doing. Um, I think to sum him up, he needs time as a linebacker to figure out that game. He can go sideline to sideline. He can do all that stuff. He's an explosive hitter. Um, there are some hits on his film that are just great if you like that kind of stuff. I mean, explosive, um, destructive things. Uh, super physical, but I think what buys him time to learn to be a better inside linebacker is his ability to come off the edge and blitz and be very effective in the pass rush game. And I mean, super effective. So, he would excite me a lot. I mean, and, and I know nobody loves linebackers anymore. Um, he's a different kind of a linebacker, though. He's he'd be he's very interesting. He he'd be he'd be one of those guys that I I would I would uh, I would I would happily take on um, at some point where you got to take him. And the last guy is defensive tackle Carl Brooks from Bowling Green. Um, again, I don't have a great perspective where. A lot of these go, these guys go, and I apologize for that. It's not necessarily the the strength of what I do. Um, I don't think he is. I think on day three, maybe late day two, but let's say round four range, uh, round three. Let's just say round three, just to give it, you know, to boost him up a touch. Um, the interior quickness, the hands, and the unstoppable nature, the motor he plays with. Uh, to me, are are super intriguing. Um, he's got good size. He's plenty big enough to play three tech. Um, we have to determine whether the the Lions, like their usage is interest, interesting with Ali McNeil as their three tech. Maybe McNeil settles in more as a one if you brought in a player like Brooks. But Brooks could be, Brooks could be one of those guys that solves that interior pressure problem um, if you don't end up with a, with a stud option, you know, on day one. Um Again, his the interior quickness, the pass rush stuff, which is so dangerous these days. That's really want your where you want your pressure to come from. Um, he's super difficult to block. He's versatile. He can line up all over the place on a defensive line. He's big enough to handle everything inside, but he's also explosive enough to to walk tackles back. So you can line him up anywhere from I'd say one technique to five. Um, 
he to me is as he is super disruptive and I think under the radar I don't quite know why uh, he has a chance to be a really good player like like this is one of those guys where you watch and you think why is why are people not talking about him more and maybe I, it's just not the bubble I'm in I don't know um but still super heavy hands his hands are full of power he disengages easily um you know he uh I can't even read my writing. He's got a nice something. I think we are looking at a very under-the-radar pass rusher, a guy who's going to come in and surprise everyone with his ability to penetrate the interior of an offensive line and just to be super disruptive. Um, he has uh, – I, I mean, he's not hes not disruptive like Jalen Carter is, and he's not like Kalaji Kant, not, not like that. It's more traditional stuff. But he's very heavy. And once he gets his hands latched on, he's moving you. Or he's shedding you. Um, I would say the only weakness in his game is, is maybe getting moved uh, when he allows an offensive lineman to get their hands on him first. And he, and he allows them into his chest where he can get moved a little bit, get washed a touch. But still, we're, talk we're not talking about a premium pick. You're talking about a player who's going to come in and, and stun everybody at his ability to just be disruptive and disruption is production. Those are your five. Um, I know I just told you about Sanders, who I expect to be a late first, and Brooks, who I expect to be maybe a middle third. But those guys, to me, are super, super intriguing. Um, that's where it is. We're two weeks out. Uh, super excited about where we are. There's more to come. Let's bring it in here together. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. Yes! You've had enough of that shit.